Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Now, no matter what kind of training you're doing, you need to work on two basic elements of your rowing system. You need to have your endurance nice and strong and you need to have your power nice and strong. Whether you're doing a 500 meter training plan or whether you're doing a 10K training plan, you need to work on both, okay? So the 500 meters you might think is about explosive power, but you need to have that fitness in order to be able to hold that explosive power for a minute and a half or so and on a 10k row then yes you need your fitness in order to be able to get through it but you need to also have the power from the legs to be able to carry on putting that power into the machine to complete your row all right which is a long way of saying that today we're working on power, okay? So what we're gonna do is 20 times one minute on and one minute off. Now I've done this session before for the 500 meter plan, but today I'm doing this as uh, week two, session five of the 10K plan. Now you don't have to be doing this 10K plan in order to get the benefit out of the row, but I'm just explaining why this is suddenly popping up if you've seen this before. It's still important, even though we're doing a 10K training plan or these longer rows, that you still work on getting some good old grunt and muscle into your legs, all right? So these one minute efforts are gonna be done at 20 strokes per minute and at full power from your legs, okay? So this is trying to get everything you can squeeze out of your legs for these one minute intervals, then you earn that rest, earn that one minute rest, and then you go over it 20 times, okay? So let's get into our warm up. Now today we're gonna to do five minutes warm up, just an extra minute, just to make sure that you've got an, an extra kind of minutes worth of, well, warm up into your legs. So, so let's start off by setting up our machine. Go to your drag factor first and set that where you want it to be. Then go to your monitor and set it to eye height so you're not looking up and you're not looking down. And finally, set your foot straps to a point where you're able to get to the front of the machine with your shins in a vertical position comfortably. Usually that means the strap goes over the balls of your feet, okay? But make sure, and uh, rather than just going, I must go over my balls of feet, make sure you can come to get to the front, all right? So we're gonna start this warm up at 18 strokes per minute. The first minute is gonna be just working on the timing of our leg and hand connection together, okay? So power is really just gonna be around about the same as a body weight squat, all right? Here we go then, three, two, one and we're off oh just as i started i get a text message can i read it while i'm rowing just... nope i have to read that after the warm-up i hope it's not important so by the timing what i mean is that that point when you press your feet into the foot plate and the point when the handle picks up the flywheel you want to happen exactly the same time so spend this first minute working on that timing between your foot drive, your leg drive, and that feeling of your handle picking up the flywheel or the water wheel or the hamster wheel, whatever you've got on your machine, because that's how you put the power in, okay? Is getting, boom, that connection. And that way you don't have a butt scoot that goes away from under you and you're losing power or you're grabbing onto the handle first and everything goes flying through your back and you lose power and can injure yourself. So once you're happy with your timing, start looking at your pace and increase it to round about a five to six out of 10 on the effort scale 
which is round about 2k plus 20 pace if you're looking at a 2k training pace point of view and if you don't know what I mean by 2k training paces that just means that you row a two kilometer time trial divide the result by four and that gives you the average time it took to cover 500 meters in your current best 2k time and that is your 2k training pace so if you managed it in eight minutes and 20 seconds divide that by four that's two minutes and five seconds so that's your 2k training pace and then when i say row at 2k plus 20 then when you set your monitor to show the slash 500 meter time which is your current pace to cover 500 meters then you'd want that to say 2 meters 25. okay so in four strokes time we're gonna add in a couple of power spurts okay so i want you to do three power drives one go hard two and another one three okay and then back down to your 2k plus 20. we do this until we get to the close another one coming up after two more strokes so three power drives with your legs put in some power two three ease off again we'll do the single leg drive and the legs only arms only drills at the end of the workout today i want to make sure you're warm enough before we start today's session one more here we go three more strokes hard one two three right easy again for 20 seconds keep on thinking about that timing your leg drive and the pickup one more stroke and then three more power strokes one two three then let's just paddle home for 20 seconds at around about 2k plus 20. let your heart rate just start to settle and then we'll have a minute or so's break before we start the main session but move up and down the rail have a quick drink while I describe quickly what we're going to do and then we'll get into the main session all right then so just in case you were wondering why I brought out the vest today it's because today is a power session now what we're going to do is 20 times one minute on and one minute off and each of those one minute intervals is going to be at maximum power from your legs through the stroke and at 20 strokes per minute now those 20 strokes a minute are going to give you enough time to set yourself up for each stroke to make sure that you can put in all of that power safely 
And what I mean is by all the power and safely is that you want to get into the front in that forward lean with the arms straight and then you push with the legs and then you swing with your back, then you pull in with the arms, okay? What you want to avoid doing is coming into the front and then pushing too soon with your legs, which then scoots your bottom away from you, and then you have to try and catch up with your arms, which isn't that good because you then have to jolt with your arms. Or people will sometimes come into the front and then they'll start to lurch with the back first before they push with the legs, okay? So you don't want to do that and then drive with the legs because that sends it right into your lower back and that's when it all starts to hurt. And especially on a uh, workout like today's, which is all about maximum power, you really need to have to look at guarding yourself against possible injury. As such, if you're the kind of person that can a little tweaks in the back when you take that first stroke of an interval, you might want to start your interval light rowing with 10 seconds to go so that then the flywheel is moving before you start your next one um, so you don't have that first stroke from a pretty much a stopped flywheel okay i know that was a pretty long recap in terms of what we're doing today because of saying all that but it's really important that you get your technique right on this and as we were hitting the ground running on our first interval here and i'm not going to get my chance to really talk to you about oh this is what to do i thought i'd pre-reload it here so make sure get that timing right the front push swing pull Okay, handle back over the knees, then you recover into the front again. Okay, so just to make sure that power comes through your chain. I'll talk to you about all this stuff during the row, but I want to make sure and get it to you now. All right, are you ready for this? We good to go? You're not bored of me yet? <laughs> Let's go then. So in three, two, one, power. All right, so every three seconds we're taking a stroke. And I really want you to think about pushing with the legs, push with the legs. Keep your arms straight and a forward lean. And then push with the legs. As you push, your arms will brace against that power. But you're not thinking about pulling the handle from the top. You're only thinking about pulling here at the back. Four. Three. Two. One. Oh. Okay, so that's what we do. A minute full power. A minute rest okay so depending on where you're at fitness and power based this could be a mid mid middle <laughs> intensity workout for you or it could be a top tier workout but as a session five for week two if you're on the 10k plan it's perfectly placed because you'll have some kind of rest before you kick into the next session for week three session one and if you're not doing this as part of the plan, just make sure to pay attention to your recovery levels so your next session is okay, okay? Right, ready to go in 15 seconds. If you want to do some light rowing to get the flywheel moving, do it now. Just try and time your first stroke with my stroke. I'll count you in. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Remember, it's all about full power and making sure to hold that forward lean 
and straight arms. As you push the machine away from you with your legs. Let the power flow up through your body. Don't interrupt it by pulling too soon. And then try and get that timing right between the leg drive and connecting with the flywheel. Last one. Three seconds. Sounds like it's quite a lot for each stroke, but it's not really. I'm trying to make minor adjustments in my timing and things to try and hit that snap at the front properly. In 20 strokes a minute, you've got like one second drive, two seconds recover. But it's still not enough time. Have a quick drink, make sure and stay hydrated through this one. Okay, 15 seconds to go. Get yourself prepared however you want. I'll count you in. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Now in your search for extra power and length, do try to avoid leaning too far into the front. You can fall into a trap of thinking that reaching far into the front of the machine by collapsing your back will help. Whereas it doesn't, because you'll destroy that power conduit by doing that. Three, two, one. So if you are searching, if you come in normally like this, you could think, well, I've got all that extra space I could get power from but you're suddenly collapsing down, shoulders come up, weakness comes in at that drive point, and when you push, you don't get the power into the stroke, you're much better to stay powerful, slide in, shins vertical, and then drive out, okay? So try not to over lunge at the front. Nearly all the tips I'm telling you today are things that I'm picking up in my own stroke as I look at myself in my vanity mirror in front of me. All right, 12 seconds to go. So I'm spotting these things that I'm doing and I'm telling you not to do them. <laughs> I'm so clever. Okay, four, three, two, one, go. And we're off again. So remember, really search for that power 
and recognize the pace that you are going at from interval to interval. Look at what you're mostly seeing in the monitor. I'm mostly seeing 151. So I want to try and get under that to know I'm putting in as much power as I can. I certainly don't want to see slower than 151 after a couple of strokes. There we go. So this means I'm averaging, yeah, 150.7, 50.2, 50 50.3. So it's basically 2K plus five pace that I'm doing these at. So, and that's the thing is that, <laughs> wow, 2K plus five, this has like 20 strokes a minute, it's fantastic. But I couldn't, well, for me, for me I mean, I couldn't hold this for longer than like two, three minutes. So that's where that balance between power and fitness comes in, where you need to find your power you want to put in, the fitness you have, level them off for the distance that you're planning to do that day. 12 seconds to go. Yeah, something weird with the monitor when I pick up the handle and the light goes on. Four, three, two, one, go. <sighs> Right, come on. Keep an eye on your technique. Keep that forward lean, sensible, arm straight. Push the machine away from you with your feet. Feel that power flood through you. Up from your legs, through your body. Finish strong with the handle. I think I'm rabbit handing here in an effort to get more pace out, which isn't good. Three, two, one. That's two intervals in a row that I've noticed that picking up the handle and the monitor wakes up, the light comes back on, the countdown freezes. It's me. It's why when you see me get overdubbed, the countdown on the last one. Gotta remember to do that. <laughs> so that might not have happened if I forgot. Anyway. Um, I don't know if that's a concept to monitor issue or an erg zone issue, but I'll remember not to pull on the handle this time until it gets to zero. Okay, 15 seconds to go till interval six. So we're a quarter of the way there so far. Not quite Bon Jovi yet, but we're getting there. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Remember, posture here 
really is the unloved hero of this session. You can make sure you are in a powerful, braced posture at the front of the machine, ready to take the power through your torso. You're going to be able to lay in that power a lot better. And then finishing with a powerful posture and a brace core not only helps the session one more stroke but it's going to give you one heck of a good ab workout as well so as you come into the back instead of slumping down and everything rounding hips going backwards and tailbone tucking under you want to finish powerfully just tilt back over your hips so your hips will point backwards but your tailbone's still nice and neutral it's not underneath you and your core then braces you in this position I think I'm leaning back too far in this example but actually in today's session I'm discovering I am finishing a little bit deeper than I normally would in an effort to try and get more pace out of it 12 seconds to go until the next one do some light rowing if you want to get the flywheel moving seven six five four three two one go <clears throat> really think about pushing your legs into the machine I know I keep saying it but that switch of your perception of rowing if you can think about it being a pushing motion with your legs rather than thinking about it being a pulling action then it will help you with these little position quirks holding that forward lean and straight arms it's easier when you think about pushing the machine away than thinking about pulling the handle you do need to pull the handle though <laughs> but instead of coming in breaking the elbows too soon and then everything comes from your biceps if you can hold them straight drive swing then pull at the back into a finish adding power into your legs as your legs power leg power starts to fade then that's how you do it if you waste so much power at the front fighting with your legs and your arms then you're just dripping power like sand through a desert <laughs> what's he on about okay 10 seconds to go six five four three two one go so carry on trying to squeeze out 
as much power as you can manage. Don't worry if you're not hitting 2K plus five. Don't worry if you can't hold the same pace through the whole minute. If you can start strong and stay strong for as long as possible, and then if a fade happens, try to control it. Don't fade by too much. One more. Everybody's different. Everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. So it may be that you are very fit, but you don't quite have the muscular endurance, in which case that's what this session is going to be helping you to develop. Or maybe you have the muscle power, but you don't have the fitness. So again, learning how to hold your full power over these 20 times one minute will hopefully develop that for you. It's a great session. It's awesome. Sam Bly that Fitness Matters was the first one to get me to do this as, a, as an official training thing. So I'll say it's his design. Okay, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Now, if you get this right, with that drive from the front and you've got your posture right, you've got the right angle leaning into the machine and your arms are nice and straight as you connect, you should feel that your backside is slightly lighter on the seat. The key is not to take off though. If you find you're leaving the seat or one more. Or you're constantly having to adjust because you're too light, then make sure your posture is okay at that drive. But also be sure that your foot height things, foot stretchers, that's the word I'm looking for, are set correctly. Because if you are going at more of an upwards angle because they're too low, that can cause you to fly off. If they're set too high, it's more of a horizontal force, which in a 100 meter sprint, maybe a minute, can be more beneficial, but best to be even like that. Okay, 10 seconds to go until we get halfway there. Until Bon Jovi. Three, two, one, go. So watch out for that first stroke 
I am noticing in the mirror that I'm yanking with my back a bit too much to get that flywheel moving and stopped which is okay because I'm not injuring myself yet but after doing 20 of these there is that potential so try and think about that safe power from legs through to the arms one more this is why for a race start the big powerful proper heavyweight muscles from brussels guys will start with one massive powerful stroke because they have that power whereas a wee lightweight like me what i find for a race start is i go boom 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 so i take three kind of jerky strokes to get into that first one to get the flywheel really up and moving so it's not the ideal way to do it in a boat of course but for we lightweight like me it's the only way I can get up to speed instantly all right 15 seconds to go 10 so we're halfway there woohoo Bon Jovi living on a prayer four three two one I think that was better. Now what I've been neglecting to think about is that timing between the leg press and the arms. I've been too busy thinking about other bits. And the funny thing is, now that I'm thinking about that, I'm now going two seconds faster than I have at any stage of this row yet. Four, three, two, one. So what that tells me is that while I've been losing concentration because I've been thinking about other things excuse me I've stopped thinking about that timing of coming in and turning it around instantly so you don't pause and that pause time is enough for my butt to scoot because my heels are up very slightly at the front 15 seconds to go so that's what I want to focus on in this interval again seven six five four three two one go so come into the front turn it around get those heels down 
If you do find that you pause at the front, make sure to hold that tension to stop your butt scooting away from underneath you. So you connect as you push into the footplate and pick up the handle at the same time. One more. Sorry, I was coaching myself more there. This is where I say the cardio element of holding this pace starts to come in. So we're 12 intervals in and my heart rate's starting to rise up to 80% of max now after only one minute of effort just as I get a little bit more fatigued. And this is where it becomes more important to really try and hold on to this pace that you see on the monitor. 12 seconds to go. 10, uh, seven, five, four, three, two, one, go. For a session like this, coming back and analyzing the data afterwards can be interesting but it's more important that you pay attention to what you're seeing in the monitor from stroke to stroke it's all very good seeing how you got on afterwards but use your monitor now to let you know whether you're fatiguing from stroke to stroke and adjust for it by putting in more power. Easier said than done, of course. It's quite easy to say the moment you get tired, fatigue, and start rowing slower, to just not. <laughs> Stop rowing slower, row faster. Because sometimes you'll find that the fatigue causes like a technique issue where you get a bit lazy, and that's where your pace is falling from. It's not from a lack of power. It's from just a lack of body consistency for your stroke. 15 seconds to go. 11. Oh, you can tell I'm tired when I start counting down all the numbers. Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Remember and stay strong through all phases of the stroke. <sighs> 
So most of the force comes from your legs to start. But you need to keep an eye on your shoulders as you brace against the stroke. Your back posture that is powerful as you pick up the stroke and then swing into that backward lean. And of course, your arms need to brace against the drive and then finish strong. Again, I spotted my backside scooting again. It really is the fundamental thing I need to fix. And it could be because I'm coming in now and over leaning, just that little tilt here is enough that as I come in, because my legs are kind of like a coiled spring at the front, it's just sending my backside away from me. Oh, I'm glad I wore the vest today. It's rather warm. 15 to go. 11. 9. Oh, yeah. Right. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Right, timing, come on. So slide in, nice control, push. Slide in, nice control, turn it around, come on. No pause at the front. The moment you feel that you're done with your recovery, plant those feet into the foot plate. Pick up the handle at the same time. Ah, I missed it that time. Come on. Three, two, one. Ah. The force curve is a really good indicator on how you're getting on with this. You'll see it, a beautiful hump, nicely rounded, steep at the top, hump and then shelves down again, nice and steep. When you get your stroke right, if it starts off a little bit jaggy, let's say, then that's you getting the timing wrong, likely either pushing first, then picking up the handle, or picking up the handle, then pushing. You'll see that happen. And your force curve. And then it'll, it's like it does a little shimmy before it takes off. 15 to go. I've got four left. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Four or five, can't do the mass, hang on. Let's get to the end of this one, then I'll tell you. Yeah, five to go. 
Sorry. Get that posture up. Don't over lean. There we go. I think that was my. That was it. I was over leaning to the front of the machine. Now that I've solved that, got my pace back. Almost there. Five. Four. Three. One more. Oh, that was a weak finish. <laughs> oh, yeah, 17, 18, 19, 20. Four to go, sorry. Apologies. But yeah. So, instead of coming forwards, feeling like that at the front, I made a conscious effort to just try and keep like a zombie, nice and straight. And a lot of that comes from the recovery. Finish, push, lean, and then hold that position. If you finish, slide and bend at the same time, it kind of promotes that over lean. Let's work on that this time. 13 seconds, 11 seconds, Whew. seven, five, four, three, two, one, go. Goes back to what I said a few intervals ago. And obviously, I wasn't listening to myself about the dangers of over-leaning in the hopes of extra drive length. And by doing that, I was actually losing power. Yes, I may have had an extra four centimeters drive length but I was missing out hang on one more on about six inches of leg drive because coming in then I'd lose that much so there Yeah, about that much. So I think it's about six inches. So for the sake of that much more, the tilt to the front for more chain length, I was losing that much leg drive, and that's where the power comes from. So let's try and keep that in mind for the next three intervals. Oh, I just do my hair in the mirror that time. <laughs> 15 seconds to go. You know you're not trying hard enough if you're doing your hair. <laughs> 10. <laughs> I'm trying, honest. Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. <clears throat> and the important thing is to keep on seeing 
that constant pace. Even if it's just at the start, if you're finding this harder from the muscle point of view. Everyone's different. I'm holding it, but it's getting harder and harder. With each interval. Oh, come on. Three. Two. Last one. Yeah. Those last three strokes, I'm just fading. Whereas the initial intervals and then the start of that one I'm getting down to 150 149 by the end of it I'm 150 151 because I just can't keep it going for my legs and that's not something to worry about okay that's not a negative because that's why we're training okay that's why we're doing 20 of these and moving on so that session like this every couple of weeks will give you the grunt you need in your legs. 15 seconds to go. Oh, 10. Two more to do. Interval 19 coming up. Five, four, three, two, one, go. I was trying to think about everything. So posture, nice and powerful. Not overleaning. Get into that comfortable position. Arms away, rock, then recover. Arms, rock, recover. Arms stay straight as you connect to the flywheel. Then you drive with the legs. Swing over your back. Pull to a strong finish. Then arms, rock, recover. Four more times. One more. One more interval to go. So from a heart rate point of view, you may find you're kind of 80, 85% of your max, which some would call the black hole training zone. But today is all about your muscles and being able to hold that muscle fitness. So don't worry, don't get tied into heart rate training zones for sessions like this. Ooh, okay, 15 seconds to go. Final one. Can you go faster than you've gone before? 10 seconds to go. It's the final frontier, come on. Five, four, three, two, one. Come on. <clears throat> Got a blue t-shirt on today. So it means 
the blue fireball is going into the machine with every stroke lay it on the line push the machine away from you and send that handle out at the same pace you pulled it in at to trigger that recovery seven to go come on see that blue fireball bursting out of your machine two more come on big last one got a bit of a sore throat now from all that take a moment while I set up a three minute cool down it's important to take this three minutes to let your body recover we'll do one minute just at light rowing and then we're going to do two minutes of the single leg drills and then the arms only legs only just to make sure that we glide into a nice slow finish okay so we're going to start this 18 strokes per minute at that body weight squat or run about 2k plus 30 pace okay so nice and easy for this one minute starter in three two one go I use this minute to try and slow down and consolidate the things that you were just trying to work on. So I'm really trying to think about my handle away, rock, then recover. To make sure my body is in a locked in lean as I slide forwards. Because I do think I'm getting the timing wrong of my arms away and the, the body rock and that's why I'm doing that over lean so I'm just trying to consolidate that for this one minute and then in four strokes time we'll put one leg on the floor two more one more okay one leg on the floor carry on rowing and still try and think about the things you need to work on so I'm continuing to try and emphasize this handle away and the rock two more one more swap feet continue Yes, I know you might still be unbuckling, <laughs> strapping in. It's easy for me in socks. It's a nice way to cool down this. So it gives you something else to concentrate on. You're not just thinking about a blank two minutes at the end of your row. Okay, both feet in, straight legs. Roll with your back and arms. Again, this gives you a chance to think about how far you're rocking forwards. And remember, as you 
swing over your back you want to be picking up the handle with your back first and then you pull in your arms one more slide to the front with the arms straight in that forward lean and just drive out hold that position that you want to be recovering to the front of the machine in and just push out and work on the timing this isn't about how powerfully you can come out the front I'm down at 2k plus 60 right now because I'm just trying to work on that catch point between my feet and the, and the flywheel one more and I'm all done you don't have to be of course you can continue rowing if you wish or you can do some stretching or just use this time as I'm waffling away to you to pack up your machine but don't end yet that'd be rude <laughs> anyway I do hope you enjoyed the session I mean it really is it's one heck of a workout um, still wouldn't put it would I well yeah it is that kind of mid top depends where you are that's what I was going to say so hopefully it gave you that proper workout of your legs do if you get the option give a quick stretch and a good kind of massage or whatever to try and help ease them up if that was a really tough workout for you I mean I'm going to do that anyway just because I know that if I don't then tomorrow I'm going to have a little bit of DOMS the delay onset muscle soreness and that's what kind of I can kill a couple of days worth of training when you've got that pain so it's like the very first time you come into a gym and do squats and the next day you're gonna <laughs> you're like Frankenstein's monster just walking around so um will that be today's hashtag Frankenstein's monster why not why not especially because most people say Frankenstein instead of Frankenstein's monster so I want to try and show my my superiority here it's like when I can connect correct people for saying there are a myriad of options here and I go um, I'm sorry I think what you'll find what you meant to say there was there are myriad options the myriad is the container so you don't have to say a myriad of myriad takes care of that so you say there are myriad options there you go every day's a school day I'm teaching you English now from a Scotsman well a Scotsman Englishman yeah, whatever um, <laughs> here this goes into the one of the more random ones so yeah anyway so what I'm saying is that I do tend to shout out a hashtag to leave on any comments for the row uh, just to show you got this far through the video <laughs> how cunning am I I should start like doing a competition at the end um, yeah and so if you can leave a comment Frankenstein's monster um, you don't have to use the apostrophe I'm not going to shout at you if you don't use the possessive apostrophe under Frankenstein's because I don't know how well a hashtag works with, a, with an apostrophe so Frankenstein's monster um, yeah or myriad hey why not myriad monsters myriad Frankenstein's oh sh anyway, anyway um, oh do you know what I learned today there you go just before I say go you know lighthouses I'm making a program right now called Scotland from the sky okay so this is and this isn't in the program so I'm not spoiling it um, and part of it's about a lighthouse in the, the north of Scotland on the Pentland Firth um, and uh, it's obviously a lighthouse and it's got a big light that spins and the producer was telling me yesterday um, he said did you know and I'm like oh, I'm going to share this nugget of information I bet you well I am that the reason that a lighthouse light constantly turns right even in the day when it's not on is because the lens in a lighthouse and that kind of light the lens that then kind of puts that beam out to the world the lens is so powerful that if it was stopped still and it was a sunny day the sun going through the lens and then focused on a point behind it would start a fire 
like a proper flyer. Like, have you ever done that before? We got a magnifying glass and the sun and a piece of paper, and it's kind of like it sizzled the piece of paper. Imagine these huge focal point <laughs> lights of the lighthouse. The sun goes through it, and then it's like the world would explode. It'd be, it'd be like you know when you see. Um, I'm trying to think what. Uh, it was one of the Star Trek films, and they had a big laser, and they were trying to fire it. Or the Death Star. There we go. That's it. Pfft, Star Trek, Star Trek. It's the Death Star. That's what a lighthouse would be if it stopped turning, because all the sun would come through it, and this beam would come out the back, and <sighs> Alderaan would be exploded. <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> I've gone a bit mad because I know that it's Friday, and I'm going to get my spaghetti. I'm going to finally get some carbs in me. So that's why I'm on a little bit of a rant. And obviously because it's Friday, so it's fun day Friday. And that was a really good session. And it's always one of these ones where the endorphins go through my head and you go, yeah. And then I'll go have something to eat now. That's me. I've got to the end of my 16 hour fast on my 16 eight kind of fasting thing I do. So I'm going to go have uh, probably a turkey salad sandwich. And then tonight I will have some spag ball and sit down with my wife, watch some television and just relax for a while. Isn't that nice, eh? And maybe I could tell her the story about the lighthouse. Do you think she'd be impressed by the story of my lighthouse? About probably about as impressed as you were, to be fair. And that's kind of not saying much. Right. Thank you very much for putting up with my nonsense. <laughs> I'll tell you, I do think I find myself interesting. It's just, yeah. Or not interest. I don't find myself interesting. Entertaining. Maybe that's it. I think I'm... Okay. Anyway. You're right. Cool. Make sure and stretch, have something to eat, have something to drink. I'll see you in the next one. Stay safe, be well. Bye-bye.